The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 136 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost a tough one to the Oklahoma City Thunder. There was no Keldon Johnson, no Jeremy Sohan, Greg Popovich got a technical foul, Malachi Branham hurt his shoulder, only got six minutes on the night, and the Spurs... Lost by a score of 102 to 90. That brings the Spurs' record to 17 wins, 50 losses overall in the season, and improves the Oklahoma City Thunder to 33 and 35. Drew, what were your thoughts at this game? Yeah, we just cannot get anything going on offense. 90 points, which is a season low this year. We shot a 37% from the field and 27% from the three-point line. Really, Denvisel didn't have a good night, nor Blake Wesley. Both of them very struggled very much. But the Thunder, they had Jalen Williams, who had 21 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds, and the Thunder barely beat us by 12. Good game, though. Yeah, you know, it was a good game. I wish the shooting would have been over. You know, the Thunder didn't really shoot that well either. But one stat that stood out to me were the Spurs had 18 turnovers and the Thunder had 9. So they doubled up the turnover game versus your opponents, and that kind of makes your odds of winning Really difficult. So they dropped this one. The Thunder, they're, like we said earlier, prior episode, they're a couple years ahead of us in the rebuild. They've got some good players, Josh Giddy and both Jalen Williams. They're pretty solid players. And, of course, Shea Gilgis-Alexander didn't play in this one, but he's another one. So I think in the future you can see us battling the Thunder uh, in some of those some of those upper echelon battles if you look fast forward to 2025 or 26. But Drew's got an interview for us that we're going to listen to because the player that we both had as our number one on our top two was Zach Collins. So let's hear what Zach had to say. Yeah, we're going to hear some words from Zach Collins on his role with the San Antonio Spurs in the starting lineup. How you feeling in terms of uh, you keep getting more and more experience within the starting lineup and, and uh, your game just continues to progress. Pop continues to, to praise it. How you felt in that new role it's fun man it's fun it's fun to be in a starting role playing all those minutes you know if, if human beings couldn't get tired man I, i'd love to play the whole game you know so uh no nah, it's just fun man you know I, I wish we were winning more games this season but it's definitely a fun experience it's good for you know me going forward in my career just to have that opportunity and to have that responsibility every night to be ready to go from the jump um so it, it's been fun is there anything specifically that's been that you've had to change in your game in sliding over into that role? No, man. I just you know being more aggressive, um, taking more shots when I'm open, and um, you know getting yourself ready to go from the jump. I think when you come off the bench, you have that benefit to kind of feeling the, feeling the game out, watching what's happening, um, watching what the other team is doing defensively, and just kind of figuring out. Okay, when I go in, I saw this, so I can do this. When you when you start, you got to be ready to go from the jump and. Um, 
you know, I think we all can do a better job starting games. I think today we, we had a game where obviously both teams were shooting well, but they got to the free throw line and we spotted them 10 points. So, we, you know, again, just being a starter, that's, that's my mindset, just trying to be more consistent and being ready. All right, so that's Zach Collins. That's a, that's a great interview right there, just about his development and his role. All right, now's the time of our show where we do the tankathon. Obviously, you know the Spurs are going to get a top draft pick, so we like to kind of see where they're going to land with our tankathon draft. We haven't had a good run of luck lately on some of these drafts. Yeah. We've been finishing six or seven, but we'll see what tonight brings for us. And tonight, we're going to finish at number one. one. Uh-huh. All right, and who would that be? Be. Do you know? Oh, I'm not sure. Not it's your sure. Yeah, Webinyama. We all know the Webinyama deal, and that sure would be a lot better than I think the last episode we rolled seven or six, something like that. But uh, everybody knows Victor Webinyama, seven foot four, and everything he can do. That's every team's hope and dreams, but only one team's going to get him. Maybe San Antonio, maybe somebody else, but. That's our tankathon for tonight. All right, let's get to our top two players, and we already kind of talked about one of them. Uh, but Drew, who were your top two? Yeah, for my number one on the top two list, I have Zach Collins. I know y'all already know who my who number one was was Zach Collins, but I'm gonna go over the numbers real quick. He had 23 points, 11 rebounds, shooting seven of 14 from the field, and four of five from the three point line. A great night from Zach Collins. Always a really tough player for us, so a really good game from him. My second on the top two. I went with Devontae Graham, who had 20 points, 3 assists, 3 rebounds, shooting 8 of 16 from the field and 4 of 11 from the 3-point line. So those are my top two. Let's hear who you have. Yeah, I also had Zach Collins. What a great night. I mean, really, there was one clear standout for the Spurs, in my opinion, and it was him. My number two, though, I like Devontae Graham's game that you had, but he wasn't my number two. My number two was a quiet assassin because he had to fill in the starting role on this one. But Kata Bates Diop, he came in off the bench and really had a high percentage shooting night. Uh, he had a still that really stood out to me, just kind of extra effort, I would say. But uh, Kata Bates Diop ended up finishing with 12 points and seven rebounds. Uh, also had four assists as well, but he was five of seven shooting overall, and he knocked down a three uh, wide open one in a short corner that he banged. So, Kade Bates Diop was my number two, and I, I'm a big Kade Bates Diop fan. I don't know how much longer he's going to be with us, but I love his mentality, and I love he always is ready to contribute. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Yeah, for my number one on the bottom two, I went with Devin Vassell as my number one, who really just couldn't get his game going tonight. I mean, a couple nights ago, he had six points and shot two of ten from the field and 0 of two from the three-point line in 33 minutes with the plus-minus of negative 18, if anybody cares about that. So that's Devin Vassell as my number one. My number two on the bottom two, I went with Blake Wesley, who probably had one of the worst games of his career. He had two points and two turnovers while shooting 1 of 12 from the field and 0 of 4 from the three-point line. A really rough game from Blake Wesley, so he's my number two. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that to me, that kind of segues into my guy because Blake Wesley was my number one. Just a bad performance, young guy, but he's honestly been more consistent overall this season than I expected. So maybe take that one. Throw it in the trash, move on. I like Devontae Graham 
talking to him and trying to give him some leadership and just saying, hey, put that one behind you next day. Wake up and start a new day. And then my number two was Devin Vassell. I had the same two as you. I just had them in a different order. Uh, Wesley and Vassell, I think they're both better than that. And uh, just a rough night for, for both of them. All right, now it's time for the question of the day. Drew, what's our question for tonight? Yes, this question comes from Marquise in San Antonio, Texas. His question asks, why did Keldon Johnson and Jeremy Sohan not play in the matchup against the Thunder? Well, I saw both of them on the sideline, and one looked a little more spry than the other one, the 19-year-old. He was moving around and jumping and bouncing. After every timeout, he was the first one up. Yeah, yeah, he was. So I think his might have been a load management type deal, just getting the 19-year-old used to the season. But for Kelvin Johnson, he had left foot soreness. And I know that kind of seems minor, but in a season like this, when you're not fighting for a playoff spot and maybe that foot's a little sore, you already picked up five games. Yeah, you already picked up a big win on Friday night against the Nuggets. Make sure it's healthy and healed so we can have, you know, the fruits of Keldon Johnson's labor as the as the season uh, moves on or maybe the next season starts. But uh, that's that's what he's ruled out was the left foot soreness. So thanks for your question tonight, yeah, Marquise. It really didn't. It really hurt. Sucks not seeing them play, but it happened. So. Yeah, yeah. No, we were we were both at the game. Drew and I were, and we were excited to see. That's probably our two favorite players to watch is yeah. uh, Jeremy Sohan and Keldon Johnson, but. It's part of it, so yeah. <laughs> it just is what it is. All right, now it's time for this day in Spurs history, and I'm going to take you back to 1998 on March 12th. The San Antonio Spurs beat the Sacramento Kings by a score of 97-86. to 86. This win improved the Spurs' record to 43 wins, 20 losses overall, and dropped the Kings to 26-39. and 39. The leading scorer for the Spurs was the Admiral. David Robinson had 29 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 blocks, and 1 steal. The second leading scorer was Tim Duncan, 24 points, 10 rebounds. And the third and only three guys in double-digit scoring was Jaron Jackson, who had 18 points, 4 of uh, four of 8 from uh, three-point land. So that were the three double-digit scores for the Spurs on March 12, 1998, and that is this day in Spurs history. All right, now it's time to preview our upcoming game. Drew, what's our upcoming game, and can you tell us about it? Yeah, so our upcoming game is going to begin against the Orlando Magic on March 4th, Tuesday, in in San Antonio for the second game of our six-game homestand. And I think this game will be a really fun matchup. Two really young teams right here, Jeremy Sohan and Paula Bancaro. That will be a good game to watch. And the Magic have a lot of other young talent. Markel Fultz, uh, Mo Bama. Oh, he's not there anymore, right? Mo Bama. No, yeah, I think he yeah. got dealt. And then Bulbul. So I think this Magic team is a good team and young team. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, I like Franz Wagner too. He's he's a pretty solid player. And uh, his brother Mo Wagner is another one that comes off the bench for them. And, of course, the number one pick in last year's draft, Paulo Bancaro who might be like the number five or six pick in this year's draft. But but uh, he's had a really good year. I'm not trying to discount anything he does because he's a solid he's player. Yeah, solid player. But, I don't uh, like that take, five, six. I, that's just my opinion. <laughs> All right. So my player to go off, I'm going to go with Zach Collins again. 
I think uh, he has another big one for the Spurs. And I got the Spurs winning this one by four. I think it's going to be a close game with two young, scrappy teams. But I think we're going to come out on top. I think after this last outing, I have a feeling that uh, Sohan and maybe even Keldon are going to be ready to play for us. Drew, what about you? Yeah, for my player to go off, I think I'm going to go with Blake Wesley. It can't get much worse than what <laughs> happened on uh, Sunday. So Blake Wesley is my player to go off. But my prediction for this game... I think I'm going to take the Magic to win this game by 13 points. All right. Well, we'll see how that one wraps up. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!